0: What are the biggest storylines out of Cardinals camp so far? Are there any actually on the field? We'll talk about it. Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hi. Welcome in. It's Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Talking camp today. Um, You know, I got into it with somebody who was watching yesterday. yesterday. I apologize for that in some capacity. Wanting to know more about what was going on at training camp. And, you know, there are storylines that come out. The majority of things that have happened with the Arizona Cardinals have been off the field this offseason. Rodney Hudson, Kyler Murray's contract extension, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We get to camp, and sure, there have been flashes. I talked about the Isaiah Simmons versus DeHop uh, uh, scuffle a couple days ago, how how that was a great thing, showing just, just urgency of some sort that we haven't necessarily seen from Isaiah Simmons up to this point. But with camp, it's more like can these guys, who are already on the Arizona Cardinals, take a step forward, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, am I right? Am I wrong? We're going to talk about it during the whole show with my boy, Cam Cox from 12 News, at CamCox12
1: on Twitter, Cameron Cox. Alex, first of all, you're always wrong. So let's just Come get on, that bro. out of the way. Like, let's on, just bro. start with that, and then we'll go from here. Okay, wherever okay. you want to go. All
0: right. I knew this was a mistake. So um, you, you've been out there. Um, am I right? Am I wrong? Like, is there – I haven't seen a storyline that's been – surprising uh a letdown anything really like that with play on the field so far through camp have you
1: yeah alex you know the interesting thing about this camp is this is a camp where you find out what this roster is made of and it's why they didn't make any moves in the offseason that we can debate whether that was right or wrong you know until the end of the day whatever but like the fact of the matter is these are the guys they rolled with. And a lot of these guys are coming back, and you, you kind of have to prove it now. Moving forward, did they make the right investment in guys? Is James Conner what we thought we is? Zach Ertz is he going to be that big time tight end? You know, Trey McBride is is the guy they wanted uh, in in that spot. Is he going to fill that role when they need to get him in opposite of Zach Ertz? I mean, there's just a lot of guys. Same thing on the defense, pass rusher, quarterback, like all these guys you've invested in. It's time to find out. What they have in the tank and what they're made of and so that's why it's kind of not necessarily a boring training camp from a football standpoint but it's more like a wait and see i want to see these guys prove it type of training camp you know you we can see all the drills we can watch everything but until we get them in game action in the preseason more importantly until we get to week one um, that's when you're going to find out what kind of talent is, is on this roster. For a lot of guys out there, it's more like a prove-it training camp and uh, more than it is like, hey, we need somebody to emerge. They got a guys in position who are going to start. I think you kind of know that. Now it's about getting out there and, and making things happen on the field. For we'll sure. say there are some injuries, though, that starting to mount up, some drama that I'm not necessarily liking. It seems like every day you're like, what now with this team? And now you mix in some injuries, too, as well that Cliff doesn't seem worried about, but you're still kind of watching.
0: Yeah, who, when, when does Cliff get worried? Doesn't seem like he gets worried very often, you know? So like I, so my, what I'm going to talk about tomorrow, and I'm going to um, get a little bit of insight about it from you today is the Cardinals have the ability at this point, with the offseason being tumultuous is strong because it's ended up working out in their favor for pretty sure. much everything. Um, but, but it's, it's felt been, like
1: an episode of, like, reality TV. Yeah, I mean, and it's still kind of
0: drama-infused. It's been clunky. The draft was weird. The free agency was weird. There's been these lulls with no real communication. There was the Pat McAfee uh, interview with Steve Keim where he's everybody's bro, the whole thing. Like, it was just a weird offseason. But they have the ability to completely change the trajectory of this organization, not just the yeah. narrative, but what this team could be as an entity – moving forward, because Kyler Murray is now the first. This is one of one in the history of the Arizona Cardinals. The amount of money they gave Kyler Murray, his age, and what his ceiling could be, even though he could shatter through the ceiling, that's one. Training for Hollywood Brown, if he becomes a wide receiver, one of the future, they've got their guy, you know? Yeah. And then with Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins, and then Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kimes extensions, like if things work out, everything could change. And I think when you're talking about camp, it's like, This team still is one injury from the cornerback or pass rush room from being a C-minus, D-plus cornerback room or pass rush room, right? So Marco Wilson, he was hobbled today, right? He's been dealing with an injury. So Marco Wilson was a fourth-round pick. He was then sprung into starting because they didn't do their due diligence sign. Cornerbacks in the offseason last season. Well, last well
1: season. Oh, oh, no, no, I'm going to say he won that job. He took that job away from Malcolm from Mar- Butler. And I Malcolm firmly Butler. believe that's why Malcolm Butler hit the road because his rookie took his spot. So, and I mean, that's what I, that's what I feel but about even still, he But even it.
0: still, so you're, and it's hard at for that, a rookie
1: to keep that up all year long. So the drop off I thought was expected at
0: the end of the and, year. And we're looking at that kind of with Cam Thomas and Majai Sanders, we're, we're kind of where they're going to play. I know there's going to be hand of the dirt and know there'll be some edge position uh, playing there from those two guys, but. We're kind of seeing that this year, but it's like the depth in the in the thin positions on defense is no. There is yeah. no depth. So yeah. one injury, one injury, then you're looking at a massive hole on a very important position on the defense. But if everything does move in a trajectory, there's potential there for things to be great, right? Yeah. Even though we're oh. not seeing a whole lot out of
1: camp right now sure oh Alex I think this season is could be unbelievable for not only what it could mean for all the big names that they've paid a lot of money to but just kind of like what we've seen with the Suns recently like once you start winning and everything starts kind of falling into place like who cares if you get Kevin Durant or not that Suns team's going to be competitive for 10 years now it's kind of the same thing here if they can get this thing rolling where they really establish an identity establish what they can do offensively this group of receivers, I think, is better than the ones they had uh, last sure. year. They can get everybody healthy on the same page, get Hop back, uh, you know, run the ball like we've seen them run the ball under Cliff, which was always crazy to me because I knew what the spread offense was when Cliff was coming here, but it's turned out to be totally different. So if they can establish that line of scrimmage, that running game like that we've seen in the years past. They can all get these receivers rolling like you've talked about. Uh, you've paid Kyler. You've paid his personal protector on the left side. Like, those are the two positions. When you're filling out a roster, you just, like, just drafting guys. Like, usually it's quarterback. Then find someone to protect the quarterback or find someone to throw him the football or run the football. You have that all across the board on this team. So if they can get that rolling in the right direction, they can start winning this team's trajectory. And I think reputation among football fans starts to change, especially when you start winning some games on primetime. To speak to the depth of this team, I think that's – what worries me right now. But the good thing is, especially after this DJ Humphrey's contract, they got cap space. I fully believe this, they're going to sign a cornerback at some point. They have to. Yeah. Somebody that can come in and play right away. I don't know if it's this week, next week, but I think I think the only holdup right now, and this is what some guys and I are talking about just kind of off to the side of camp, is money. I think they'll some some type, some soon, some way soon, they're going to sign another pass rusher, whether that's on the defensive line, maybe another outside backer. We'll see. They're going to sign someone that get after the quarterback a little bit. And I think they're going to sign someone in the secondary. Because if there was one position that I was. That i'm probably worried about it's cornerback you, know, you got byron murphy marco wills who's a little banged up right now but after that it's just a bunch of guys that have potential maybe that you're hoping can do something that you're hoping that could contribute and we saw what happens when you get to that spot in the season and you need that depth it wasn't very good at the back half of last year so i think they'll sign a cornerback at some point uh to solidify that spot and i think whoever they sign could see a bunch of playing time too as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: it seems like I mean it seems like at this point Joe Hayden's been a been a hot button name. Uh this podcast sponsored by Better Health. It's not a crisis line, it's not a self it's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online available to people worldwide and they have a special offer for my listeners get 10% off your first month at betterhealthcom on. Aside from Kyler Murray's contract extension, what is the most impactful move that the Arizona Cardinals have made this offseason? I'll ask my boy, Cam Cox at Cam Cox 12 of 12 News next, and I'll give my thoughts. First, Bilt Bar. There's not many thoughts that need to be had besides positive ones regarding Bilt Bar. Um, So what I tell people that Bilt Bar tastes like is everything your parents wouldn't let you eat when you were younger in a protein bar that's covered in chocolate. This uh, The new featured flavor is Cookie Dough Chunk puff. So it sounds like it'd be like diabetically sweet. It wouldn't be good for you. And it'd just be like another thing in the candy bar aisle. Not true. 160 calories only, 16 grams of protein. Okay, so if you're hungry, if you're on the go, if you need a little snack at, at, at training camp or, you know, in between meals or when you're working and you don't have time to eat, Bilt Bar is the way to go. I'm telling you, all of them are good. I'm not, I'm reading copy, but I need it. I I, I only read like two things I'm supposed to read in these live reads, and I just tell stories because we've been eating Built Bar for so long. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Alex Clancy, Cam Cox, Cam's joining me for the whole podcast. We like to do this once every month, once every six weeks or so. Uh, Regular, like it's coming. Like we're like a month away from kickoff, and yeah, we're going to be
1: in Cincinnati next week.
0: I mean, right, fake what is football, happening? but it's close enough. Yeah, but see, the interesting thing about this is like the Cardinals' off season was like a, a three act play with two long intermissions between the two. Sure, you know, and it was like so. When I say clunky, I just mean it wasn't fluid. It was weird. The draft was weird. The draft, like nobody had that bingo card. Nobody. nobody. Not even Hollywood Brown on that damn bingo card. Well, I'm
1: saying also you could never imagine that the Hollywood is here. Like they traded for him, he's on the owner's jet, he's here. They pick a tight end, you got a tight end, but you pick a really good tight end. Like uh, Trey McBride is flashed. I'm sure he's been banged up a little bit recently, but I mean that's a guy that you could really see plug and play in this offense. Same thing with. Well, Hollywood Brown, who knows what's going to happen with uh, his arrest. You know, Kingsbury addressed that today, basically said what every coach would said that's not going to fly whatsoever. Be interesting to see if the team takes any action just because of the speed and the difference uh, that he was traveling right there. If they, you know, they suspend him or anything like that. Um, I haven't heard of anything that, but it'd be interesting to find that out moving forward. Uh, but at least Hollywood was out there practically. Yeah, just a lot of different things, Alex. And then you, you look at Kyler's last two weeks of July, like every other day was something. And I mean, it's just a wild kind of to get to this point so far.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, it's just like, well, for us, selfishly, it's like, keep it coming, baby.
1: Sure. Keep, must see TV. Let wake up
0: to something new every day.
1: I've, I've said this since <laughs> February. There must see TV. Yeah. They're going to be From must see TV the rest of the year, and especially when those hard knock cameras roll in.
0: For sure. I had the executive director of hard knocks come on a couple months ago, and I'm like, why the Cardinal? Like, what other teams were in the finals? And then now it's like, Far and away, it doesn't matter. There yeah. has not been one more storyline headlined offseason than the Cardinals, for better or worse, across the landscape of the NFL. You know, and there's been a lot of moves that have happened. They've taken a long time, whether it be the love letter from Eric Burkhart to Rodney Hudson's um, unexcused absence. Like, the biggest storyline... I'm going to go first because I have a reason why this is. Okay. The biggest, the, the biggest storyline for the Arizona Cardinals this offseason, was Rodney Hudson. And, and I, think, I don't think it's close. It wasn't trading for Hollywood Brown. It wasn't It wasn't anything else. I think Rodney Hudson is the second most important player on the Arizona Cardinals roster. Sure. You That's could fair. say Buda Baker is, but I think that Rodney Hudson is. And I would agree. When, when he wasn't at camp, when it was unexcused, I was getting a lot of flack on Twitter. Oh, you're blowing this out of proportion. He just had a baby, blah, blah, blah. You don't get unexcused absences for having a child. You don't. <laughs> So I thought that – I'm like, this isn't the Malcolm Butler thing because Rodney Hudson is way above where Malcolm Butler is, sure. is for even though he's in an advanced age above Malcolm Butler.
1: Yeah, this I think if you talk more- to – yeah, I think if you talk to most people, Alex, like what Rodney brings – and it's something that you could see right away on the sidelines last year, that first game. The ability for a center to, like, know everything – and I know a lot of centers say that. A.Q. Shippa used to say that. But, like, for that ability to happen and actually see it, like – play out on the field and like what he points out and then to watch him i love watching guys when they come to the sidelines how they interact with coaches and players but to see him like barking out different things and like telling people where to go and then sitting down and gathering his own thoughts like he is vital to that offensive line there's a reason like people throw out the word always the best this best this football Roddy hudson is one of the best centers in football and in an offense where you're not necessarily under center and it's his job to snap the ball back five yards every time perfectly and we saw what happens when he's not in there yeah. those steps don't go well yeah i it, it, i don't think it More was Max. the most important thing the cardinals did this offseason but it's definitely right there like 1a 1b to have him back is massively huge i think it's one of the best football decisions they made the most important thing though clearly getting Kyler's contract out yeah like that's not yeah. even close but right. the most important football decision was to making sure that center was back and it was rodney Hudson.
0: Yeah, you know, and and I think with DJ Humphreys getting and DJ Humphreys is a close 2nd you know, like we were like, oh, it's too much money. I'm like, you know what, Rodney Hudson is a uh, Rodney Hudson. DJ Humphreys is a top fifteen left tackle on his worst day, okay. And the two contracts, I give Steve Kahn a lot of crap. I do, and I think rightfully so a lot of the time. But his two contract extensions for DJ Humphreys have been masterful. Three-year, 34 mil, then three-year, and he got 34, 36 mil guaranteed for this one. He's deserved every penny, and he's played for it. He had a down year last year. He had an eight, he had an over 80 pro football focus grade in 2020. Like, the dude win above replacement is higher than most left tackles in the NFL. Ask all the teams that don't have a left tackle.
1: Yeah, I just you think know? when it comes to DJ, like, the eye test. Like, started every game since 2019. And he's a Cardinal. He's healthy. And he's a yeah. Cardinal. Like, he's you need guys. To- what, what he's – What he started at and what he is now is just unbelievable. And so, to me, he's a top ten left tackle in all of football. And when he's out there, there's a drastic difference on that offensive line. So to have those two guys locked up, I I just think it's huge. You need a left tackle. Every team needs one. DJ is a premier one in this league. And so when you got that, it's a bonus already.
0: Yeah, and he's a guy. I mean, he's a locker room guy. Everybody loves him. He's one of the best interviews, except for he swears more than others, which I love. Like, DJ Humphries is – he's a sweet – like, he's a Calais – You know, like, he's got that kind of – hes he just gets it. And he's a hard worker, and he's a nice guy, and he's an Arizona Cardinal. And there are very few guys that are Arizona Cardinals on this roster compared to others. And I know that, you know, it's not – not every team has 100% players drafted that have played. I get it. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. We've seen a lot of turnover
1: lately. There haven't been those long-term guys. And DJ is is the longest-tenured Cardinal on this roster by far. Yeah.
0: So you look at him and you look at Kyler, you look at Rodney Hudson. Should they extend Rodney Hudson? Like, be like, hey, Rodney, give us two more years. We'll give you 20. We'll give you 15 mil a year. All guaranteed. Like, like, do you think that or is it to see what happens? Because planning for the future isn't really in the Arizona Cardinals DNA normally. And maybe it'll change now. You know, maybe it'll change now.
1: I think they got other positions on the old. I know Rodney's locked up, I, I think, for two more years. I'm almost certain. Oh, it is two years. years. Okay. I think he has yeah. two years left on his contract. But now you got to address some of the other areas of the offensive line. You need to draft those guys uh, up front. Like, that's that's been, like, I would say Steve Kimes – something he hasn't done well in the draft is pick o-line nothing new to you or your listeners out there uh but moving forward that's a position they have to figure out they got to get some youth and they got to get some guys uh that can be cornerstones in that offensive line because you've seen some of the good old lines around football all of a sudden you're looking at fourth round pick here third round starting you know sixth round pick they're finding guys in the trenches and other rounds that's not necessarily a first round pick but they're also building that old line through the draft and you see it usually across the board in really good old lines. It's guys that you've picked and kind of developed through your system.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and I will give another, another feather in the cap, another, another notch in the belt for Steve kind was Kevin Beachum. and Kevin Beecham was, he found yeah. one and Kelvin Beecham, hopefully will retire in Arizona Cardinal and he'll maybe they'll give him a little more juice than, I mean, he's played above his contract. At least two years ago, he definitely did last year. He had some injury concerns. Josh Jones yeah. isn't getting much playing time. Like, like, imagine if they drafted Josh Jones. Imagine if they traded back and drafted Josh Jones in the first round like they were projected
1: potentially do if they traded back sure, with Atlanta. a lot of people like, that thought that. Yeah, Kelvin's been great. Josh continues to grow. I, I would assume he sees some playing time, get some rotation time in there. But I like the starting five that they got. The best part is a lot of those guys have been together for a while. Yeah. Cliff system is different, so let's just call it what it is. And so for a lot of those offensive linemen, it is kind of different in a way of what they're doing technique-wise. So think about it. The four of the five guys you have there have played multiple years in Cliff system. Like, let's go. Let's roll this mm-hmm. thing out there, and let's see what they can do running the football-wise and protecting Kyla.
0: Well, yeah, and, and I've said, and I don't know if this is starting to wane a little bit, well, you hope it does because early on in Kyler's career, he uses legs a lot more because you know it's just it, it it's 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 getting to learn the speed of the NFL game and everything like that. Okay, I used to say that Kyler Murray's legs was the best offensive lineman the Arizona Cardinals will ever have.
1: It was, you know why? Because you saw Josh Rosen be a statue the year before. Yeah, think about how many more plays Kyler would have made in 2018 than Josh Rosen did.
0: Right, right. right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, and and now you're hoping that Kyler like. I've talked to a bunch of uh, – I went on a couple of uh, Saints radio stations and I've talked to the Saints uh, On guy who's, who's our fearless leader here. You want him to take a Drew Brees leap when it comes to being in the pocket. Sure. Rodney Hudson will give you that depth. Mike Gola Jr. joined me a couple weeks ago and he's like, Rodney Hudson and his ability to maintain depth of pocket is something that people don't talk about enough. And now it's Kyler Murray's job to really take that step. It's year four. This is the year where it's like, you know what? You have one of the best arms in the NFL. You can throw a deep ball better than anybody, and your mid your mid range uh, passing isn't as bad as people give you lack of credit for. Now it's that's the biggest gap that he needs to shorten, that he needs to bridge.
1: see. I I've always thought that Kyler's been. I think t- Kyler's tougher than a lot of people give him credit for. I've always thought since he got here, like that dude will hang in the pocket. He'll step up and he'll make throws. Now, can he be better at it? Sure. But I've always thought that's been a strength of his just because he's not always looking to run. Like if you watch when they, right. I love when they get close to his eyes, like his eyes stay downfield, even when he's moving and running, it's almost like a natural movement, but he keeps his eyes downfield. Cause he's always planning like the next move, the next juke. Maybe I can still dish it out at the last second, but, but definitely a drew Brees type of progression uh, in that pocket would be Massive. You know, it's it's interesting. I, I did talk to Kyler after he signed that contract, mentioned the word pressure to him and now kind of what this means. And he welcomes it. He understands. Like he he gets it. He got paid. He got with the, you know, he's he's not as he knows what the offseason was. He saw the letters. He saw all the people that talk about him. Like he knows what this year kind of means. You've locked up the GM, the head coach, the quarterback. You know, you got him these weapons, you've got him everything. This offense needs to go and now it's it's literally on his shoulders to make all this go. So he knows there's a lot of pressure that comes with it. It has not been easy so far in camp. Uh, wrist soreness, you know, uh COVID, now he's been going to be out 5 days or whatever. I, I'm sure that won't mean much. I'm sure he's not going to play much in the preseason uh by any means, but but he knows that this is the year that this team has to take a step because of what's been invested to the head coach, the GM, the quarterback, and the rest of the roster too as well. This is probably the most talent Cliff Kingsbury as a play caller has ever had at his disposal At his disposal with this offense. And also another thing, like they've given Kyler more room to show his self, show his opinion, what he thinks, that we've always talked about that. But last Saturday when, when Kyler wasn't practicing, Cliff shared with us today that he was letting Kyler call the offense just yeah. so he could like see it through the coach's eye Like and to wait all these years to finally give him that opportunity to do it. I think kind of says something. Hey, man, we want you to to see what it's like to call plays, you know, and to see that side of things. So he knows what's coming, and he knows what this season could mean for this franchise.
0: Yeah, man, and this is a great transition because I wanted to talk about Kyler under a spotlight with you in the final segment. Like, we could talk about camp. We could talk about, oh, pass from A to B, great, complete. It doesn't matter. Like, it's cool. It matters for other organizations. The Cardinals are pretty much set. Like, there's no safety net on the defense. It's Isaiah Simmons. It's Zayven Collins. And where they move him, this the star position that was I think it started with Jalen Ramsey at Florida State. They coined that. Like
1: you I just, I just
0: I gotta go to break. I gotta go to break. So I'm gonna <laughs> go to break and then and then we'll talk about that a little bit. I want to talk about Kyler Let's go. because I think Kyler had zero pressure on him going into 2022, but not for the reason that you think. I'll talk about that next. That's called a tease there, ladies and gentlemen. Cam Cox from uh 12 News joining me. I'm Alex Clancy. You can see my dumb mug. Every day here, Monday through Friday, locked on Cardinals, free and available wherever you get your platforms. Kyler Murray under under a spotlight next. First, uh, BetterHelp, they're a new sponsor. They are sponsoring this podcast. I've been to therapy, okay? I had trouble when I was younger. when My parents got divorced. I had trouble in college. I was a terrible student. I was partying all the time, and I couldn't get out of a rut, so I went to therapy. Life is full of twists and turns, and it's important to show up for yourself through it all. Like, Better help is a new wave way of getting the help that you need and not having to go through all the hoops that sometimes it takes. It's not a crisis line. It's not a self-help. It's not self-help. It's a professional therapy that's done securely online available to people worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist whenever you want. That's crazy. That's the contact that you need. You can schedule weekly videos or phone sessions so you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. And getting therapy every week is as easy as a, flu- a few clicks on your laptop or phone. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp um, that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. And they've got a special offer for my listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com lockedon locked on. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash locked on. Cam Cox, Channel 12. See him all over the place. He's out of camp at Cam Cox 12. Pain in my a. Uh, joining yep. me here, locked on Cardinals for so brothers too, Alex. We so like so to do this once too. in a while. Part of the Tegna Tegna partnership here in Phoenix. So here's the thing, Kyler Murray. After he signed that extension, I the first thing that I thought was cool. That's over. Now let's move on. So. The reason why I said that was I don't think Kyler Murray has any pressure on him, and I'm going to tell you why. Most, if not all, quarterbacks never live up to what people think they should live up to with the sticker price for every year once they get this massive deal. So that seems like, well, obviously. Well, not obviously. After you sign a contract, there's going to be this chirping pressure from people that don't matter, but I don't think he has any pressure. I think it's the same business as usual. What I think is the catalyst for what – you said was going to happen last segment was this whole thing that leaked with the contract, that's enough. That's the fuel for him to be like, okay, you know what? I haven't had to prove myself in a long time. <clears throat> Let's just giddy up partner. And I'm going to show you all year what I was. Cause he hasn't had to prove himself since maybe his first high school football game. All he's done was show that he's the greatest player on the, on the field pound for pound. And then sure. now the the malaise of his rookie year of his rookie skill contract is off. That leaking embarrassed him, I would assume, to the point where it's like, all right, all right, baby, let's roll. And I think we're going to see the best year from Kyler Murray that we've seen, potentially by a long shot, at least from year week one to week 17 or week 18.
1: Yeah, I, it's, it's interesting something to prove. I'm not necessarily sure about that. I think winning a playoff game is yeah. probably the biggest thing. What, what, what probably drives Kyler more than anything is just all the talk this offseason. And, like, if, if there's one thing I'll give him credit for, his way has worked. So let's just start with that. You can debate like the right, the wrong, the I'd like this. I didn't like this, but what he's done up to this point, like to get here has all worked. Yeah, he's, he's right. College, high school, getting a team from the bottom and getting them back to the play. Like, it's all worked. Now, the biggest thing is you got to keep going. You got to live up to that contract. They've invested in him for a long time. He's clearly not going anywhere. Pressure. I don't think there's a lot of pressure in that building, but I think they feel a sense of urgency knowing who's on the roster to go out and win. And that's when you pay the quarterback, when you pay some of the guys that they've paid. Uh, I don't like championship windows because I I feel like you can can move some of that depending on who you sign in the offseason. But clearly there is a certain, right as of now, the way this team is set up is like, They want to go get something here within the next few years and if they're able to pull it off a lot of that is going to come on kyler murray's shoulders um he's got to be the one to perform he's got to be the one to do it i will say though it's going to be interesting to see how angry he plays and i say that because you know that press conference he had you know, was it last week when he came out and was like hey I i'm not gonna let office. you know yeah. you guys you know whatever talk about my work ethic something us in the media haven't necessarily said i don't know why he was directed at y'all or what he kept saying y'all uh we didn't put that clause in his contract mm-hmm. by any means so clearly the team feels a certain way about it i thought it should have been more directed at the cardinals uh for putting that in there in the first place instead of everybody else for talking about it because when you're the highest paid player on a team in the NFL, guess what? Everything you do, I don't care if you like it or you don't like it, is going to be talked about. So the business is what you're paid to do. That's what's going to happen. So, And also, we didn't put it in there. The team did. Uh, But I do think he's going to play a little angry this year. And I did like, I don't care what you say, I did like the fact that he stood up on that podium, defended himself, defended his team. He hasn't necessarily done a lot of that maybe if at all his entire time as a Cardinal or as a professional. He clearly feels a certain way and he clearly feels a certain position now in this organization. He's the guy. It's what he is. Now it's time to go out there and prove.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, like, I implore people once a week on this podcast, Locked on Cardinals. If you didn't know what podcast you were joining right now, I implore people once a week, to not compare Kyler Murray to Patrick Mahomes, to Josh Allen, to Joe mm-hmm. to Justin Herbert, to Joe Burrow, to Tom Brady, to Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't matter. And it's the different. reason why it's different is because it's the Cardinals. And the Cardinals haven't experienced somebody like – it's like the bank – Like,
1: But I, I also think Justin it's different Herbert. because of, of, the, of Kyler. Like it's, it's – he's right in his way. Like we've never seen it done that way before. So like – and to your point – you're right the Cardinals have never done it this way. So it's like it's these two one-way streets that are kind of meeting together and you get all these things that are crisscrossing.
0: Yeah. Well and and it's like Joe Burrow and just they they ruined the curve. They ruined it. Like that's not what's supposed to happen. This yeah. is Ben Roethlisberger, a,
1: too, back in the day. Didn't he yeah, go to Well Super well, first well but
0: Roethlisberger and Russell Wilson were different. They got drafted into one of the best defenses best team, and the yeah. best running games that like Ben Roethlisberger threw two. 11 passes in the Super Bowl. It's like give me a break. So with with Kyler, it's like this is the natural progression of a 21-year-old young man who gets drafted to take over the reins of statistically one of the worst offenses we've ever seen in the history of the NFL. So now, sure, growing pains of somebody who has never lost in his life coming in, it's like a Disney movie. It's like, what do I have to work with here? Oh, my God, five wins? I've never – like, oh, oh, you know what? He's learning more about himself, and he's blah, blah, blah. And this – is mature, like he's been mature, but this is NFL mature Kyler Murray saying, "Listen, bees, everything's gonna be fine. Okay, chill out." And this is the natural progression of a quarterback growing. Like I compare him only to Josh Allen for the same re- for the reason that not stature, not anything like that, but these guys should never be able to do what they do with how they look, with their size and everything. Josh Allen should not be able to do what he does because he's six seven Redwood and Kyler Murray. There is no reason for rational thought why he should have been undefeated in high school, why he should have been the Heisman Trophy the winner. The greatest no ever player to done ever come it. out of Texas. Ever. Nobody's ever done it who's looked like his size and his stature. So comparing him to Josh Allen, Josh Allen had a terrible rookie year, a terrible second year, and then popped. <laughs> Kyler had a better rookie year, a better second year, a worse third year, but this is his Josh Allen year to show everybody, listen. I'm going to be an MVP candidate for the next decade barring injury. And, and I think that puts the Cardinals in a better position that they've ever been in as an organization because they've never had the opportunity for that to happen.
1: He's capable, Alex. He's capable of doing all those things you just pointed out. He's capable of making a Lamar Jackson-style turnaround from his first playoff appearance to his You know what I mean? He's Kyler is capable, and that's that's the biggest thing. The dude is capable of doing all those things. Now it's just about going out there and doing it. With this team, he's got all the pieces on offense. Like I don't, I don't hear fans or anybody like they got all the weapons. I don't care if Hop misses six games. Sure, it's a little different. Cliff has owned up to the fact that he's going to move Hop around in a spread offense. Usually, a person who plays Hop's position doesn't move, but that shows you Cliff's willing to adapt. Finally, he's going to—you're going to see him all over the field. At least that's what I believe this year. You're going to see Rondell Moore move around a lot. They got a ton of speed. They got the offensive. They got experience on the old line in the system to run the football the right way everything's lining up for this thing to go. It's just got to go.
0: I'm going to get you out of here on this one last question. How many points does the offense have to score for the Cardinals to win 11 games next year? Cause it's the strength by default.
1: No. No, I'm this saying,
0: often, I'm saying like 27 points a game has to be the number.
1: Yeah. I'd, I'd say 27, 28 at, at the minimum. Like you, you saw what happens when they weren't in that, in that high 20 area. Like, with this offense, with the way it can move in the pace, if they're not putting up four touchdowns a game, I think it's, it's not good.
0: You know who that's on?
1: That's
0: on Cliff. Alex <laughs> Clancy, Cam Cox,
1: 12 News. Uh, I mean, somebody's got to awesome. catch it, right? Somebody got blocked, you know, run. Do not, YouTube,
0: do not YouTube Hollywood Brown drops. Don't do it.
1: No, you it's, should because it's a valid, it's a valid point. It's a valid point when they got him. I liked Hollywood. I think he's gonna be great in this offense. But the fact of the matter is there is tape out there of him dropping the same passes that we saw Christian Kirk drop last year. Just saying. I'm hoping this, I'm hoping he's what he I'm is.
0: I'm
1: hoping, I'm hoping that him and his best friend are on the same page and all that. I'm just saying that tape is out there, and I don't think people should ignore that until we see what Hollywood does in this offense.
0: Well, and do not think about because we've been positive all show. Do not, I beg of you, do not think about like I've told you to think about Hollywood Brown's contract as a one year deal because his agent it should be a one year deal. Agent, well, but his agent is Debo Samuels' agent, AJ Brown. Sure. We'll talk
1: next year about it.
0: Yeah. yeah, we'll talk next year about it. What if he puts up Nine hundred yards and six touchdowns. Yeah. That means that means that he's going to hold out for a contract potentially, and the Cardinals may have to move him after trading a first round pick for him yeah. for a one year stopgap. Can we
1: can we worry about that in February though? Oh yeah, like, we I can. Don't, I don't want to worry about that now. What why, another thing to think about? You brought it up. I I'm just saying, better. let's I let him get have him get nine hundred yards first, and then we'll talk about it. Also, I'm, I'm, on I'm also interested to see Isaiah Simmons, too. I'm sorry. i just keep going. Take That's
0: my on. number one. No, Isaiah Simmons is my – he's my number one X factor for the Cardinals in 2022 altogether. Because if he I can agree. emerge, if he can emerge, that defense could be a top 15, top 12 defense.
1: Yeah. They can move so him around a lot. Ready and, ready. And Xavier Collins can be somewhat uh, solid in the middle, like just be that tough middle linebacker that they need. And Isaiah's moving all the way around. I think the defense is gonna be fine. We've seen him succeed without Chandler Jones. We've seen him get sacks without him. It's it's by committee and it's tougher to do. And you're seeing what Vance is doing. He's moving everybody everywhere. So you got to create a lot of confusion and chaos. Sometimes it's what it's needed.
0: For sure. For sure. Alex, like I gotta go too. I got work yeah, to do. Well, listen, you've been talking go. my talking my ass off for, for 30 <laughs> minutes now. Dude, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Check him out at Camcox 12. Great follow on Twitter. Be out there at camp. And yeah. um, I, you and I will be doing a lot of work uh, this offseason. So uh, Any, take anytime, the partnership, brother. baby. Alex, was yep, locked on Cardinals. Everybody. Tomorrow's podcast is going to be awesome. You should listen to it and watch it. Free and available wherever you get your platforms. YouTube, wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Alex, Lancy. I'll talk to you tomorrow.